This is KMTT, and today, Wednesday, we have weekly shir by Harav Yair Khan on principles of mezuzah and tefillin. We all know that uh, when one puts on tefillin, if one is a righty, one places it on the left arm. If one is a lefty, one places it on the right arm. Uh, where is this learned from? It says in the Torah, It says you put it on your arm. It doesn't say which arm. It doesn't say small. Uh, from where do we know that it should be placed on the on the left arm? So the Gemara in the Amid Beis quotes a brisa. Tan Rabbanan, Yadcha zo small. The Yad, when it says Yadcha, Ukshatam al Yadecha, it's referring to the left hand. Perhaps it's referring to the right hand. Right? So what you have here is a Pasuk in Shayao, which basically juxtaposes Yamin to Yad. So what the Bryce is telling us is that the term hand or actually, let's take a look at the Gemara later on. Rabbi Yosei Achorim argues, and he says, "Matzinu Yemin Shneikrayad Shnevar Vayay Yosef Kiashit Aviv Yad Yemino." So we see that even the Yemin is called a Yad. It's not that when it says Yad, it means a left hand. Yad Yemino. It says Yad, and it says Yemino. Ve'idach Yad Yemino Ikriyad Stama Lo Ikri. When it says Yad Yemin, it, it can refer to the to the right hand. When it says Yad, alone without anything, then it's referring to the left hand. Why should this be? If Yad can mean right as well, so why should this be? Uh, the explanation is that what the Bryce is saying is that a Stam Yad that has no title, that's the left hand. Yamin has a title. Yamin is the, at least for, for somebody who's a righty, works with his right hand, Yamin is the, is, is the hand that's, that, that has more dexterity. And you can do more work. So a Yad that has a title would be the Yamin. Yamin is a title. A Yad with no title, that's usually referring to the left hand. So if it says Yad Yamin, certainly the term Yad means hand. It could be right hand, it could be the left hand. But if I were referring to the right hand, I would say the right hand. If I weren't referring to the right hand, rather to a hand that's not necessarily the right hand, I would say the hand. And therefore the Bryce says that when it says Al Yadecha, it's specifically referring to the left hand because it's the non-titled hand, which is the left. Rab Nassan says, we don't need your drasha, I have a different drasha. Just like the ksiva is referring to the, to the right hand, that's the hand that one normally writes with. So too, the kshira ukshartem is the right hand, and if you're going to be tying the the ritzua onto the with the right hand, then you're be going, going to be tying it onto the left hand. The kev the kshira bimin hanachem esmol. Rabbi Yosi Achorim hanachem esmol minale. Okay, that will skip. Rav Ashi Amar Rav Ashi has a different source. Miyadcha k'tiv behei. In Shmos, in the parish of Tfilin, when it says, V'hayula os al yadecha, it says, Yud dalid kafhei. It doesn't say, Yadcha yud dalid chaf sofit, but Yud dalid kafhei. 
miyadcha to the hay keya. Because when it has the hay, the hay is there to soften it. It's not the hard hand, the rough hand, the strong hand, but it's the softer hand, the weaker hand. The yad keha. That's his drasha. Okay? So we have three different sources for how we know that somebody who's a righty puts tefillin on his left hand. One is that that the term uh, yad, the, the non-titled yad in the Torah is referring to the left hand. If you're referring to the right hand, you would give it a title of right. The second drasha is that ukshartem, uksavtem, you have to do kshir with the same hand that you do ksiva, and therefore you're tying the knot on with your, you're tying the, the ritzua on with your right hand, so you're putting it on your left hand. And the third, the drasha ravashi is yad cha with a hey, yad keha, which means that you put it on the weaker hand, the softer hand. Okay. The question is, is there really any nafkamino, or is it just three different sources? Uh, is there any nafkamino between, between them? So the Gemara later on, talks about the situation of a lefty. Tan Rabbanon, Iter miniach tefillin bimino smolo. Somebody who's a lefty, who does, generally he does the work with his left hand. So he puts the tefillin on his right hand, on the right side, because that's his left hand. There's another price that says you put it on your left hand. That price is referring to somebody who's ambidextrous, who uses both hands. Somebody who uses both hands should put it on his left hand because that's the, the, uh, the that, that's where it's normatively placed. Most people are righties, and that's where most people place the tefillin. So therefore, somebody's ambidextrous should put it on his left hand. Somebody who's clearly a lefty should put it on his right hand. Okay, that's what the Gemara says. The question is, um, is that so clear that one should place it on the on your right hand if you're a lefty? And does that fit in with all the different drushes that we saw? And the reason for that, that I'm asking this question is because if you say that Yadcha means Yad Kea, your weak hand, so clearly if somebody's a lefty, his weak hand is his right hand. But let's say the, the drasha Yadcha Zusmo, in objective terms, if I say that you have to put, you know, Yaminu Smo might not be subjective with strong hand, weak hand, Yamin small in general in general is direction. For instance, the unklus in uh, yeah, when, when by Avram when it says talot im small ve'imin ve'hayamin ve'asmeila. So according to unklus, he says he's referring to somebody who's facing the east. East was called Kedem. Yam ha'acharon is the yamatichon, which is to the west, because it's achor, it's in back. So, one is facing east, his back is to the west, his right hand is south, his left hand is north. So, the Unclus translates, if I go north, you should go south. If I go south, you should go north. In other words, it's referring to Ruchot, it's referring to direction. Right? So, you have objective directions 
which is you know, north, south, west, east. And you have subjective directions, which is right and left. What the Uncas does, it says in general, the, the, since one would face east, so the right and left are also referring to the objective directions of northwest, southeast. Okay. So if Yarcha Zusmol is referring to directions, so that would be true even if one is discussing somebody who's a lefty. He has to put it on his left hand, the left side of his body. That's something objective. What about the Joshua Ukshartem Ukhsavtem? Here we would assume that again the lefty would place it on his on his right hand because the hand that he writes with is his left hand. So if he has to if he has to tie the tefillin on with the hand that he writes with, so then he has to put it on his right hand. Okay. Um, however, there, there's a Mordechai that that quotes Rashi. Rashi here says, "Ma bezuzak siva biyamin, keshakoser mezuzak biyamin, derov bnei Adam kosvim biyamin, afkshir nami avri kesher biyamin." Rashi sticks in rove people, most people. Write a mezuzah with their yamin, and therefore the kshir is also referring to yamin. So it sounds like Rashi, even with the drush of kshir uksiva, is referring to something normative, objective, that with most people it's biyamin, and therefore, even if you are not one of those most, but you're a miyot, nevertheless, you have to tie it on with yamin. So it would be true, even, a, you know, so the question is whether kshir uksiva is a subjective or objective. But basically, it would seem that the there is enough kamina between the different drushas, and if the drusha is something which is more objective, more normative, we're talking about the the, the right side, uh, the right side versus the left side. So then, even somebody who's a right isha has to place on his left side. On the other hand, if we're talking about yad kaya, something which is subjective, the stronger hand, the weaker hand, so that would change. Um, uh, you know, if somebody's stronger hand is his left hand, that would change. Okay. Um, which is interesting because the Gemara brings a steam between two different prices, whether somebody who's a lefty places it on his right hand or on his left hand. So instead of saying that really it's machokas among the different tanaim, the uh, Abai prefers to say, no, he'll work it out. If somebody who's a lefty puts it on his right hand. If somebody uses both hands, he should put it on his left hand and have the prices work out, even though apparently there would be a difference of opinion among the different, among the different uh, tanaim. This distinction between the different drushas might be indicated by the Ramban as well. The Ramban in Yevamos, Tafkuf Dalim Aleph, discusses Chalitza. Chalitza has to be done with the right hand. And then he says, what about someone who's a lefty? Should he do Chalitza with his left hand? So he tries to work out that problem, and he says, by Tefillin, we see that someone who's a lefty puts on his right hand. So maybe over here also, somebody who's a righty should do chalitza, uh, somebody's lefty should do chalitza with his left hand. Ela yesh lomar, the Ramban says, maybe tefillin is different. Hasam yad chak siv yad keya. There it says you put it on your weaker hand. The ita yad keya shalol zo yimino shal kol adam. And someone who's lefty, his weaker hand is his right. In other words, so if we were talking about strong hand versus weak hand, then we would know that then also by chalitza, if you have to do chalitza with his stronger hand, the lefty should do with his left hand. 
But if the din is you have to do with your right hand, and right is direction, so that that might not be any different uh, for a you know for a lefty. He has to use his right side. You know, when you're driving a car and uh, you say turn right, if it's the guy's lefty, he shouldn't be turning left, right? Right and left are directions. Okay. Then the Ramban suggests, you know, should you do chalitza with your right hand, your left hand, or maybe you shouldn't do chalitza at all. Why shouldn't you do chalitza at all? So here we get to um, a din that uh, Rashi quotes, uh, uh, Ramban quotes the name of Rashi regarding Avodah B'mikdash. The din is that somebody who's a lefty, a corner who's a lefty, cannot do Avodah in the Mikdash. Okay, and the question is, so why don't you just do avoda with your, with your right, with your left hand? If, you know, if, you, if you're a lefty, do with your stronger hand, do with your left hand. So Rashi Zalpirish, the Ramban quotes, "Vishum de'ba'inan avodi b'imin, mi'aminim perk sheni de'zvachim yad yad akmitza regel regel chalitza ozen ozen l'tzia v'zeshehu iter ein lo yamin." Somebody who's a lefty does not have a right hand. What does it mean? He doesn't have a right hand. He has a right hand. He can say his right hand that was weak. But you can't say he doesn't have a right hand. If you're going by the criterion of direction, he has a right hand on the right side of his body. If you're going by the criterion of dexterity, he has a right hand and it's on the left hand of his left side of his body. What does it mean that a coin ain't lo yamin? Doesn't make any sense. Why should the Rabban consider a possibility that chalitza you can't do chalitza at all? You can do it with your left hand, you can do it with your right hand. So do chalitza twice. What does is, what is the Ramban mean when he says that it could be that you can't do chalitza at all? A lefty can't do chalitza at all. If it means direction, do it with your right hand. If it means this, the, 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 the stronger hand, do it with your left hand. So, so what, what does this mean? So it could, it could, you could distinguish between the right and the left. And uh, this is something Mishkan, Mishkan Yaakov suggests. He writes, Kamhecha de kasev small pirush ain lo small. Ha small, he says, that's not true. So, so say something, that, that, that's a lefty, he doesn't have a small. You don't say that. Ha small nikra small. Raksh yamin lo nikra yamin ki ain lo koach. As we said before, that a stam hand is the small, but a yamin is something which has a special title, right? And to attain that special title, it might require something beyond. In other words, to be a yamin, that special entitled hand has to be on the right side of your body and it has to be strong. On the other hand, if it's on the left side of your body, it's not a yamin, and if it's weak, it's not a yamin. But if all I need is stam ayad, even if it doesn't have the special title of Yamin. So if you're a lefty, your Stam Yad is on your right hand. It says that the weaker hand, it doesn't have a din of Yamin, so that's your Stam hand. It could be a difference between the requirement of left versus the requirement of right, that in order to be considered a right hand, so it has to be both on the right side as well as strong, in order to achieve that extra special status of right. But a left hand doesn't have to be a left hand, it has to be a not right hand. 
Okay, so that's what the Mishkanos Yaakov suggests. But to explain this maybe a little bit deeper, uh, Rav Salvechik, Moiv Rebbe Rav Salvechik, Zechat Tzadok of Racha, quoted a Rav Chaim regarding Avod in the Mikdash. Rav Chaim, you know, there are two different halachas regarding Avoda. One, you have to do, a coin has to do Avoda Biyamin, and the other, the Avoda has to be done directly with the Yad, there can't be any chatzitza, anything separating the hand from from what he's touching. In other words, he can't wear a glove, not only because of the problem of Chusuf but because there's chatzitza. Right? That's how Allah has to be, uh, be the Avoda has to be done with the right hand, and directly with the right hand. There are some avodos that you're allowed to do with the left hand um, because it had to be done that way. For instance, when the coin Gadol goes on Yom Kippur with the Ktoris, Lefnai Vlefnim, so he's not makiv the Ktoris on the Zbech Hazav, he goes into the Kodesh Kadashim. There's no Zbech in the Kodesh Kadashim, so what does he do? He has to bring along with him, along with the Ktoris, he has to bring a Machta. A Machta is a pan that has the Gechalim on it, and then he'll be makti the Ketoris on that pan. So, of course, to go into the Kachek Kedashim twice doesn't make, you know, you, you know, you go in Begil Ra'ada into Kachek Kedashim, so you only go once. So we'd have to go into the Kachek Kedashim with the Ketoris in one hand and with the Machta, with the Gechalim in the other hand. And he would, because the Gechalim were hot and they were heavy, he would take that with his right hand and he would take the, the, the Ketoris in his left hand. So you were doing the whole Lacha in other words, moving or transferring the carbon from one place to another, which in general is considered an avoda, that avoda was done with the left hand. So, Reb Chaim says, if there's a special lacha that halacha you could do with small, for that same reason you could do chatzitza, you can, it could be chatzitza as well. And the idea is as follows, that the din of Yamin contains two different halachas. One halacha is that the maisa has to be a maisa of Yamin, a maisa that's done with a stronger hand. But there's another halacha of Yamin that the avod has to be done begufo shalkan gadol. If I do a maisa with a glove, I did a maisa. If I break a kli with a bat, I broke the kli. It's not that the bat broke the kli, but I broke the kli. Right? There's no din regarding the Hagdara of maisa, something which is the action of a person. It doesn't have to be done directly. There's no problem of chatzitza. The problem of chatzitza is when it has to be done with the cheftza of the yad. It has, not the maisa of the yad, but the cheftza of the yad. It has to be directly connected to the guf hayad itself. In other words, the din of yamin by mikdash, which requires, it requires two different halachas. One halacha that had to be a maisa yamin, a maisa that's done with a stronger hand, with a more, the hand that's more dexterous, that has more dexterity, and the other that it be done with guf shayad yamin with the cheftza of the right hand. If we say that no halacha of Yemin, so not only, like, like baholacha, so it's not only that you don't need a ma'isi Yemin, it's also you don't need gufo shal koin. You don't need a cheftza of Yemin. So, Rav Salvechik explained that the din of ma'isi Yemin is going to be subjective, dependent upon the stronger hand. The other din of Yemin, that you need a cheftza of the right hand, that's that's not talking about the yad that's stronger, but it's talking about you know the right the cheftza of the right side. In other words, the two different halachas of yamin, 
that you need the uh, a Misa, which is you know more powerful Misa, and you also need connection to the goof of the Amin, those are based on two separate requirements. Cheftashal Yamin is objectively the right side of the body. Maisi Yamin is the hand that's more powerful. So in order to do Avodah the Mikdash, you have to have a hand that's both on the right side, and it's both p- powerful. On the other hand, if you're a lefty, your powerful hand is on the left side, your right hand is on the right side, the chefza of the right hand is on, on the right side, you don't have a hand that combines those two factors. And therefore, you don't have a right hand. Ain lo yamin. So you say the same thing regarding chalitza. Chalitza has to be a maisi yamin, and also you need a chefza of yamin. And therefore, perhaps, somebody who's lefty cannot do chalitza, and that is the question that the Ramban is asking. What's the criterion that I use for for chalitza? Is the criterion one of maisi yamin, and therefore a lefty does, uses his left hand? Is it chefz of yamin, and therefore you should be using directions on the right side? Or do I need both? And if I need both, a you know somebody who's lefty does not have a yamin, which is both on the right side and the, the more powerful hand. Okay. What about the din of Sholet Pishtayadav? So Sholet Pishtayadav, you know, even though you have two hands that are, that are both powerful, you're ambidextrous, nevertheless, the din of Sholet Pishtayadav, you're going to go to the more objective, normative criterion, which is going to be the left side. Because even though subjective factors might override the, the objective factors, and if you're a lefty, the halacha is you put it on your right hand, if with somebody where it's a toss-up, we have both hands, then we go by the normative, by by what people normally do, and therefore you'll place it on your left hand. That's the din of sholet v'shteyadav. Okay, now let's go on to another issue that's brought down in the Gemara. What happens if somebody whose left hand is chas v'shalom, it, it, it was amputated? What does he do then? So the Gemara brings two different prices. Ketanai. Yadcha behezo small, the drush of Ravashi, Yadkeya, behezo small. Acheromim Yadcha le Rabo says Hagidam. That Yadcha comes to be marbe somebody whose hand was amputated. That even somebody whose hand was amputated, he has to put on tefillin. Tanya idach endel zroa, pataminat tefillin. Acherom omer Yadcha le Rabo says Hagidam. So the simple reading of the Brisa. Is that the other Brisa says, your So that will be parallel to the first day that Yadcha is not Mar Begidam, but rather Yadcha is Mar, it tells you that you put on the left side. And Achem Omrim, Yadcha Rabos is Agidam, that if you have no Zroa, then you do put on Tefillin. So you have Machokas among the, among the Tanoim, whether somebody whose hand was amputated, his arm was amputated, whether he puts on Tefillin or not. Okay, apparently we're referring to somebody whose arm was amputated from elbow down, and therefore he could put fill-in on the upper part of the arm, uh, even though from elbow down it was amputated. Tulsus understands that there's no machlokus here. He writes, Mara marchada, mara marchada pligi, and in the Azarua, what becomes clear is that it's referring to how much of the arm was cut off. If the arm Second, if the part of the arm, put one second.
You know, in other words, according to Tosos, if you have a zroa, but you don't have a hand, then you put on fillin. But if you don't have a zroa, then you don't put on fillin. Right? And a zroa refer- apparently referring from the elbow down. It's not referring, you don't put on fillin if you don't have from the shoulder down, because, you know, it would be pointless to say that you don't, you don't put on fillin. Okay. Um, and then the Arzawa brings a sheet of Rabbi Yakim that the real truth is that there is a machlokus. Who pierce Rabbi Noel Yakim, the Bryce Rishon of the Rabbos of Sagidam, Shein Loyad, Vieshlo Zroa. The Thikach Mashvaha im Ein Lo Zroa, Paturminat Filin. If you don't have a hand, you don't put on Filin, but if you don't have a Zroa, then you Pater. Or Bryce Shnea pierce Ein Lo Zroa, Mikri Makam Shemode Baama. Because you have a machokus among the braces, what happens if you don't have an arm from elbow down? According to one day, even if you don't, if from, if you want to amputate from elbow down, you put on the upper arm above the elbow. And according to the other p- opinion, you don't put on the upper arm and the elbow. So you have a machokus among the tanaim, whether yadcha is marbe, somebody who was amputated from elbow down. Okay. What's the machokus? So if you recall, one of the previous shurim, we discussed the, the, the whether when you do the kshira on your arm, are you attaching it to the part of the arm above the elbow, or but when you wrap the, the ritzuos around the arm, that's part of the ikamitsis tefillin. And by wrapping the ritzuos around the arm, I'm being kosher the, the tefillin along the entire arm. The, the bias itself is located on the upper arm. But the wrapping around of the ritsua includes, you know, is a way of symbolically attaching the bias of the tefillin and the idea behind the tefillin along the entire arm. If you recall, we discussed three different sheetas. One sheet was the sheet of the rush, that the mitzvah tefillin is only tightening around the arm, not wrapping around afterwards, just tightening around the upper arm. And what he would do is he would be he would put on tefillin on the upper arm, tighten the ritzua, and then put on the rosh, and then wrap it around the lower arm. The shita Ari, which is what most people do, is they put tefillin on the bias and wrap it around the lower arm up until the hand, and then put on the tefillin sharosh. Well, I said the Kodro Chaim and the Rav Noeg, and the Smeduik and the Rambam, you would wrap the tefillin not only around the arm, but even around the yad. And only then would you put on the sharosh, even the yad and the etzbos, that's part of the miss of tefillin, to, to wrap the tefillin and to connect the tefillin to the entire length of the arm up until the fingers. So basically, what happens if somebody has an upper arm doesn't have a lower arm? According to one opinion, the miss of tefillin is a, is, is totally in tying it to the upper arm. On the other hand, if I say the miss of tefillin is ayodecha, including the lower arm and maybe even including the hand, you know, then, even though I have an upper arm and a place to put the bias, I might not be in the parsha of being able to be kosher ayadecha, which includes the, the lower arm as well. And something probably you can say to somebody that has a lower arm but doesn't have a hand, you know, based on the sheet of the Rambam. So that could be what's, what's going on over here. However, there is another way of understanding this entire question of Gidam. Because the Sifrei basically says that a Gidam comes to be marbe that you put it on the left hand, not on the right hand, but rather on the on the left hand. So 
if the the uh, sifre is marba that you put on the left hand, then we're talking about something totally different. Uh, if you don't have a left hand, I'm sorry. If you don't have a left hand, you can put it on the right hand. I'm sorry, I, I got confused. If you're if you don't have a left hand, then then a gidam, the rabbis says a gidam, ukshat noyadecha, that you can put it on the right hand. In other words, yeah. The question, I mean, your right hand is the yad is is your most powerful hand. You don't have a left hand. So your right hand is your certainly most powerful hand, even if you were a lefty. How can somebody, you know, if you have only one hand, that is going to be your powerful hand. But let's say your left hand was, was, was amputated, and you were a lefty, so your right hand is your powerful hand, you could put it on your, your right hand. Is it only a case of gidam, or is it that in general, but the evidence you could put it on your, on your other hand? I don't know. Um, certainly if you say that yadcha allows you to put it on the non-titled hand, so, there would be a possibility that, you know, putting on your min is a yad plus. So it might not be a problem. But, anyway, the, the, the phrase says basically you put it on the, on the right hand. The Magan of Ram basically says that first of all he doesn't understand why no, everybody missed this phrase. But he's, but what he wants to explain is that the question of whether you have a zroa or don't have a zroa is going to affect whether you put it on your right hand on, or on the left hand. And he says as follows. Halo Therefore, the Bryce should not be interpreted on how much of the left hand is amputated and to put it on the rest of the left hand. In So it sounds like it's not talking about where you have the upper arm, but you don't have the lower arm. You don't have the, it's, it, it was, it was amputated from shoulder down, but nevertheless, it comes to marble that you put on your right hand. The Yeshlom, the Magram says, this fled lomukiyad afalpisha yeshlo zeroa. We come come mukiyad in zeshwini chobiyamin. In other words, what the Arzara wants to explain is if you don't have the upper arm, then you can't even put on your right arm. If you have the upper arm, you can put on your right arm. What, what sense does that make? The answer is that if you don't have the upper arm, you're not a gavra that's mechuivin to fill in at all. You don't have a yad small. But if you have yad small and you mechuivin to fill in, then you can put it on your right hand because by putting it on your right hand, you'll be able to kosher down, you know, down the entire arm up until the yad. Right? So if you have to be kosher al yadecha, First of all, you have to have the place the hamakom anachas. Otherwise, you're mufka from the whole chiyuv. You don't have it on. You're on the upper arm, shoulder down. You're, you're putter. You're mufka from the chiyuv. But if you're chayiv, you have the upper arm. But technically, there's no way of being kosher along the entire arm and you kind of miss the way it should. Then it's marbe that you can put it on your right hand. So what comes out from the magen avram is that somebody that doesn't have uh, the left hand at all. He was amp- again I'm talking about a righty. He was amputated from shoulder down, is putter from tefillin, doesn't put on the right hand either. On the other hand, if he has the upper arm, and he has the makom, laniach tefillin, and he's a gavra that's bechuyven tefillin, then what he should do, according to the magnavram, based on the sefrein, v'eschanan, is what he should be doing, is he should be putting it on his right arm, and that way he could be kosher, the ritua, along the entire length of the arm.